Hey, welcome to the Refreshed Moms podcast. I'm Deanna Mason, your host, and I'm excited to have you here. Okay, so this is a no bells and whistles, no frills podcast episode, even though I don't do a whole lot of fancy schmancy stuff (laughs) with my editing. I do keep it simple. But today, there's absolutely no editing. There's no intro. There's no outro. There's no promo. There's no leveling of the sound. (laughs) I'm really literally just recording and posting into my podcast host and shooting it out to you because that's kind of the mode that I'm in. The mere fact that I'm recording a podcast episode this week is... (laughs) It's quite surprising. I didn't know if I was going to be able to squeak one out. I normally publish on a Tuesday and just didn't get this recorded. And this is not actually the episode I wanted to record as I close up this season. Um, This is episode 160. I have a rhythm of 10 episodes on and then two weeks off. And then I hop and get back in for another season. So this is wrapping up season five. <laughs> I think that's the season I want. This is wrapping up season five for 2020 and um, 2021. Be hopping in with some amazing guests and episodes. I know you're going to love them. I wish I could have published them already, but I'm saving them for a special series I'm doing at the top of the year. So you can be looking forward to that if you happen to look forward to the Refresh Moms podcast, but I wanted to hop on today just to talk about what these last days of 2020 could be for you, for me. And I'm sure I've mentioned this in past episodes, but this is a time of rest and recuperation. I literally just stop my work. I need about at least ah, a week or two of just complete downtime. Now my downtime does include creativity. So I always have a journal near me and a gel pen of some sort. And I'm writing down the things that are being um, brought to my heart. As I slow down, I get very, very creative around my business. And so I don't really count that as work because It's just a natural part of who I am. And I give myself permission to be creative in my work in those ways. But in regards to like pushing work out, like having deadlines and things like that, or meeting with clients or sending out emails and, you know, publishing podcast episodes, I take a break from the normal rigor of my business in order to refresh myself at the end of the year and connect deeply with my family. But I've worked myself up to the point that I give myself this permission. There are things that I didn't finish. There are things that I just had to surrender. There are things that I wish I would have completed before my break, but that did not get completed. And I still give myself permission to step away from the work in order to rest. So I just wanted to record four quick pieces of encouragement for you in case you are needing time to take a break or as one of my mentors, Jada Selner, has put it this week, hibernate (laughs) until 2021. Uh, I want to give you permission to hibernate. Uh, 
And these four things that I jotted down are just things for you to mull around if you are having trouble separating yourself from your work. Some of you may not have any problem taking a break. Some of you may just, this is what I do. I don't work during the holiday season. But for many of you, you are trying to still push things through and get things done. For many of you having no school and having a spouse at home during your holiday break, that might open windows of opportunity for work and you take advantage of that, which you know you, you know your rhythms and you know what you need. So you pay attention to that. But what I don't want to happen is you're sacrificing opportunities for rest when you need it. And if this needs to be a season of rest for you, as far as you know, the end of the year, I want you to give yourself permission to do that. So these quick four things that I'm hopping off, <laughs> I'm going to go to my coffee shop and get a latte and I'm going to sit in the middle of my bed and wrap gifts. That's how I'm spending my morning. But let's go through these permission to hibernate points. Number one, if you're wanting to shut things down, if you know that's what you need, you need to step away from your work. I want you to take a quick inventory of what tabs do you need to close in order for you to um, disconnect from your work mentally. So maybe jot down. What are some of those things that you're like, I got to get this done in order for me not to feel the weight of it while I take a break? So only you can take inventory of this. I, I'm trying to think of different things. You know, maybe you have to communicate with clients. Maybe you have to send some emails. Maybe you have to confirm some things. I don't know what those things are. Maybe you have to get part of your January prepared in order for it to be automated. And instead of you having to create January content in January, maybe you're wanting to do that in December. You know, I don't know. You know, for me, my major things that I needed to wrap up was I needed to have a transition plan for my current membership community. I have a membership community that I've served for the past year called Mom's Call to More. I'm closing that membership in January and opening a new membership called the Refreshed Moms Membership. And so I knew the month of December was going to be spent communicating to them what those changes were and how it impacted our current work together and how they can transition to that new membership space. So that was like my major thing that I knew I needed to get done in order for me to step into January well. And once I checked that off, it was like, okay, that was the major thing. Or are there any other minor things? So minor things for me would be sending emails to my private clients to let them know when they can start scheduling with me in January. And I'm sending a final email out to my email list for 2020, recording this podcast episode. You know, just what different tabs do you you need to be able to close? Write those things down, okay? And then, number two, I want you to decide what absolutely needs your attention between now and Christmas, or if you're listening to this after Christmas, between now and the time you're going to take your break. So are there things that have to 
have your attention before you shut down? Are there invoices that need to be paid? You know, do you have something on the calendar that has to happen? You know, what are those things? What has to have your attention? Like for me, one of the things that had to have my attention was I had registered for a diversity, equity, and inclusion seminar. It was a three-day seminar, six hours a day. And I knew I had to make room for that in December. It was already paid for. (laughs) It wasn't, you know, an inexpensive thing that I could blow off. It was, it had to get done. So I knew I had to make room for that. That's kind of what I'm talking about. What are some things that absolutely have to have your attention, not things that you can negotiate out of or things that you can push to another date? What are things on your list that absolutely have to have your attention between now and the day that you want to begin your hibernation? Okay. The third thing, I want to talk a little bit about social media because this is a hang up area for many of my um mom community. That didn't even make sense. This is a sticking point for many moms in my community. Let me say that better because social media is, you know, in order to leverage it effectively for your business, the algorithm plays a significant part in what materials get seen by your community. And when you're not active on social media, it impacts the algorithm. And not as many people are going to see your stuff. That's just the nature of social media and business building. Those two go hand in hand. Your content and the algorithm. The engagement around your content triggers the algorithm. So many moms in my community are like, well, I don't want to stop because I've worked so hard to work my engagement up or I'm building momentum around my engagement. So I have a couple of suggestions and trust me, I've, <laughs> I've done both of these. So when I tell you that it'll be okay, I really do mean it'll be okay. All right. But the first suggestion would be if you're going to stay on social media, can you keep it light? Now, when I say light, I mean it in two ways. Can you keep it light in regards to content? So if you were, um, if you have a five day a week posting schedule, can you cut that back to you know three days a week, two days a week? I don't know. Can you keep it light in regards to the content that's coming out? And can you keep it light in regards to the type of content that you're putting out? Things that are maybe more playful or more fun, things that you don't have to think a whole lot about. You may already have your December calendar planned out, which is great. But if you do have your December calendar planned out and you are going to be posting, just know that your engagement around what you're posting is also a part of nurturing your community. So if you're going to post without any any plans to actually engage with the people that are going to be commenting on what you're putting out there, then maybe you just don't put anything out, put anything out there until you finish your break, which is the second thing. Just take a break completely. And when you get back, you just have to put in the work to tr- to get the algorithm primed again. And the thing is, if you've done it once, you can do it again. <laughs> it's not going to take you as long this time because you already have a community that, you know, and I'm assuming you have an active community. If you don't have an active community and you don't have any engagement, it's not going to make any difference anyway. Just take a break. 
<laughs> but if you do have an active community and they are responding to your posts and they like talking to you and chatting you chatting with you on social media, then you know you can recreate that again. And even better is if your community is one that already engages without you having to be the one that um, gets them talking. That's the best case scenario, a community that will live on whether or not you're posting or not. And maybe you're working towards that, or maybe you're already there. So if you have a community that's always already posting and chatting amongst each other, and they don't really need you to be a part of the conversation in order for them to benefit and find value in your communities, your social media communities, that's like the sweet spot. That's where we all need to be working towards. Doesn't mean you don't, it doesn't mean you tap out completely, but it means they have legitimately developed community. That is where we all should be working towards in regards to our social media spaces. And I'm specifically speaking Facebook because that's where I spend the majority of my time um, in regards to community. I don't find Instagram to be a platform that allows me to nurture community in that way. So I'm specifically talking about Facebook groups in regards to having organic engagement within the members of the community that doesn't need you to um, start or doesn't need you to incite that communication. Okay, so that's my little blurb on social media. Either keep it light or take a break completely, just knowing that when you come back, you might have to get things revved up again and get people talking again, but you can do it because if you did it once, you can do it again. And if it's not happening right now, it's not going to make a difference anyway. <laughs> Just take a break. And when you come back, you know, you can um, keep working at creating that for yourself. Okay. And the last thing. Just know that whatever tabs you are saying you need to close or whatever was ever on your list that you're feeling like I need to have this done in order for me to be able to rest well without distraction. Just know everything will probably not be tied up in a neat little bow. If you are that person and you can tie everything up in a neat little bow, then that's just great. I am not that person. I normally overshoot what I can actually complete and I have to shut things down before I complete everything on my list. I'm getting better at making realistic to-do lists, which is allowing me to have more success in crossing things off, but I still tend to overshoot it. And when I do that, when I see I'm not going to get all these things done, that's when I kind of prioritize, well, what are the things that I absolutely have to do? Knowing that I'm going to have to surrender these other things and let it go, and I'm going to have to pick it back up, you know, when I get back to work. That is a permission I must be able to give myself or I'm going to carry that distraction into my hibernation. And that's not what I want. So that's what I want to encourage you around. Everything will probably not get done or checked off on your list, at least to the level that you desire for it to be wrapped up and completed. And you can just pick it back up afterwards. Okay. Um, and that's it. Um, a little, some little sidebar things. This is something I've noticed about myself because I work so hard and I'm, I, um, have such a high level productivity when I do say, when I do shut things down, it is, it really is shut down. It's like, I cannot function 
in work mode once I've shut things down. I physically and mentally cannot do it. And unfortunately, this has had has been a hard lesson to learn because what I will do is so let's so last week I knew this week was going to be my first week of, you know, I kind of rolled into my slowdown. So last week I had a very, very light work week. So I knew I was revving things down. And this week was supposed to be a, a week of just complete having um, no work at all. I have not been able to have no work at all, but I really haven't done anything more than send a couple of emails, um, engage a little bit in my Facebook group. I had some nonprofit things I had to wrap up, but they were really, really small things, just a couple emails and social posts. They were extremely, extremely light and things that I can get completed in like 10 minutes. You know, so it wasn't heavy, but I wanted this week to be a no work week. It just hasn't um, worked out to be absolutely no work. But what I did last week, like people were trying to get on my calendar for other things. And I'm like, okay, okay, I'll be on vacation starting Monday. How about we hop on Zoom or how about we do that? Or how about we get together on Monday morning or Tuesday afternoon? And what I realized was <laughs> I didn't have the capacity to hold those appointments. They weren't work-related appointments, but when Monday came, I literally slept through an appointment. I literally slept through it, forgot completely about it, And the person that I was supposed to be meeting with texted me like, hey, did you get the Zoom link? And I'm like, oh, my gosh, I just completely forgot about this. And I had to profusely apologize to them and tell them that we can reschedule after the holiday. And so what that shows me about myself is I have I cannot put anything on my calendars, especially that first week when I started my break because I I'm physically and mentally not available. I need a few days of just rest and sleep and not committing to anything. So I'm sharing that with you in order for you to get in touch with what does that look like for you? That's not everybody, but that's me. My family knows that when we go on vacation, (laughs) go to the beach, let's say we're staying for a week. I need at least two days of nothing on the calendar. We don't have to leave the house we're renting. We don't have to go anywhere. We don't have to go see anybody or visit anybody. It's just two days of we're going to sleep and eat and sleep some more. Maybe I'll walk to the beach you know, and go enjoy the beach for a little bit, but we're not putting anything on the schedule. And then day three or four, is when it's like, okay, kids, where do you want to go? What do you want to do? You know, that's when we start putting activities on, but I can't those first couple of days. I'm, I'm, I, it's like something shuts off in me. Once I transition from my work rhythm to my vacation or my hibernation rhythm, something mentally and physically, um, shuts down for me and I need time to disconnect. I even realize this. So my children, um, I told my children, this is something I told them that that Friday, my last day of work, I said, um, Hey, 
Friday, we're going to have our Polar Express night because Polar Express is one of the things we do every year. It's kind of a tradition, but we kind of, you know, make it special. We cook fun things. And of course, we have the hot chocolate. And I didn't have any energy to make any of the fun things, make a fun dinner, make some desserts. I didn't have any energy. And so I said, hey, let's let's push it to Saturday. They were upset. They, but they were they were fine. Okay, we'll do it tomorrow. Saturday came and I literally slept the entire day. <laughs> Thought that, okay, I'll eventually be able to get up and cook the things and um, hop into the um, Polar Express. And when I finally did get the energy, I had to get groceries and buy the things to cook the special Polar Express sweets and treats and dinner. And after I got the groceries and got everything in place, I was like, that was it. That was all the energy I could expel that day. And I told the kids, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I don't have any more energy. I, I spent all the energy I had preparing for Polar Express night. I can't execute Polar Express night. <laughs> Can we do it tomorrow? Oh my goodness, the look of disappointment on my daughter's face. I said, I'm so sorry. I can't. I said, unless you want me to fall asleep while we're watching Polar Express, I can't do it. And she graciously agreed to doing it that Sunday. And I was fine on Sunday. <laughs> I was fine. I, I felt rested. I got up and made the special things and uh, we had a wonderful Polar Express night, but it literally took me two nights in a row of canceling because I didn't have it to give. And this is something I know about myself, yet and still, for some reason, I put things on my calendar thinking, oh, I'll be okay. I'll be okay. No, I can't. I have to spend the first two or three days not doing anything in order for me to be ready for activity. So I'm closing with that. I'm closing with be aware of what rest needs to look like for you and give yourself permission for it to look that way. Learn. If, if you're not aware, learn. You know, I am aware and I still messed it up. I'm aware and I still put things on my calendar that didn't need to be put on my calendar as early as I have put them on. You decide. <laughs> what does it need to look like and what does rest feel like for you in order for you to actually feel refreshed. And that is it. All right. I'm going to hop off. I'm about to go get this latte. I think I'm going to do a brisk morning walk. It's beautiful outside. The sun is shining, but it's only like 40 something degrees. So it's cold, but I think I'm going to go walk around the block. Let's get some fresh air and get some prayer walking in and um, go grab a latte, sit in my bed and wrap gifts. <laughs> And um, I'm shutting it down. That is it. You guys, I hope you have a very, very happy holiday season. I hope it is restful for you. Um, I have some wonderful things happening in January that I cannot wait to pull you guys into. And um, But it can wait. It can wait. Season five, this is the last episode. I'll see you um, for season six in January. And as always, stay refreshed. Bye for now.